0: Forever! Dog! Sassy. Tarot. Sassy. Sassy.
1: Tarot.
0: Welcome to an audio journey through the world of tarot, (laughs) with me, Veronica Osorio. So sit back, relax, and let the journey begin. Cards from today's episode. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sassy Tarot Pod. That's S A S S Y Tarot, like a regular Tarot. T A R O T P O D. Sassy Tarot Pod. Sassy Tarot Pod. Welcome to Sassy Tarot. My name is Veronica Soria. What you're listening to is Peter Mark Kendall, who will be accompanying us throughout this episode. And um, I want to thank you guys for being here. I want to thank you for having listened to as many episodes as you have. And um, I- I'm currently very excited. I just, like, got extremely overwhelmed emotionally. And then suddenly I'm, like, like a child who wants to just talk and get into this. Um, so I have here a guest that I'm excited. I-, I have never met you before, right? Right. Okay, <laughs> good. We're good. We're <laughs> Check. Check. Um, so, her name is Amy Zimmer, and you have seen her on Comedy Central, Funny or Die, and she has a monthly show called That Was Fantastic here in New York, to UCB? No. No. It's, a, it's your own show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I'm very excited about having her because we have... Psychic conversations and more. Hi, welcome. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm very excited. You are, yeah. So you were just—I uh, mean, I think let's get right into this. You got here when I was finishing recording the previous episode, mm-hmm. um, so I guess you got an idea of how this kind of goes, yeah. Um, but you were—you were just mentioning that you have one foot into the psychic world, and I'm just curious about well. Yeah, well, I don't know if I have
1: um, a foot in the psychic world. I just know that I've always been sort of internally, privately, very interested in all of this. Yes. And it's been a part of my life for a long time. And it's kind of a running joke with my friends that I I know a lot about it. And I don't like talking about it unless I'm with close friends. And I've done readings for them. And... Um, yeah, my aunt's a psychic, so this sort of like belief system's always been like agreed upon, I guess, on in your family and
0: yeah, in your context, and your
1: specifically among the women in my family.
0: So I have a question because mm-hmm. um, a couple episodes ago, I we talked about the word psychic and how it mm-hmm. can be really loaded,
1: yeah. right? Cause, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so it's what you see outside in windows that says "psychic" neon lights and psychic like what does that exactly mean and when you say your aunt is a psychic it means that she self proclaims she is i'm not saying that she's lying but i'm saying <laughs> she definitely it's like even being a comedian or like a writer it's mm-hmm. so hard to be like or an actress it's so hard to be like i'm a comedian like straight up yeah. label yourself yeah. as an accom- like this accomplished one label mm-hmm. uh so she calls herself a psychic she knows she's psychic well
1: she I don't want to mess up how she um, identifies as a, a medium, but she's a she's a working clairvoyant and sort of like a support life coach. She's also an O Mag insider,
0: <laughs> so oh, she works
1: with O magazines in some
0: capacity. I mean, and that's the top of a game of someone like that. Because yeah, uh, she's.
1: I mean, yeah, she's. Um, she's got something going on. She's given me readings, you know. Before she Did texted she, me, actually, this when I got an email about this, she texted me at the same time. Interesting. Yeah, it was, and I told her, and she just said "ha" and like a kissy emoji, kind of.
0: <laughs> like yeah, like I I yeah, know, yeah. like yeah, things definitely match. I love synchronicities like that because um, I always wonder, do they mean something? And I don't think they necessarily have to mean anything other than. The moment where you went, Oh, yeah, okay, there's something here, uh, mm-hmm. whatever, or like I'm in tune, or I'm in, I don't know if you f- yeah. feel the same way about stuff like, like, synch- a synchronicity.
1: No, I do. In fact, I felt like there was some sort of, um, <laughs> you know, I'm very quick to, I guess, I, I choose to believe in those synchronicities because they, I've spent enough time. <laughs> I've spent enough time not not yeah. putting not putting value into them, and I don't know, I like to talk, I don't know if this happens to you, but I like to talk about sort of like this spiritual stuff with um, um,
0: a lot of people who don't, who are skeptics or don't believe in this type of thing. That's exactly the people I want to talk to about this, because I want yeah. to know, well, no, I mean, I'm not saying that talking to someone who believes you can go so much deeper, In terms of what you, if once you agree upon certain things, Mm -hmm. but I like talking to people who don't believe. So, yeah, I don't know. It's
1: yeah. So I basically always want to like sort of justify the the way I believe in these things because I don't want to be seen. I'm very like, I'm very aware of it seeming real cuckoo and stuff. So I'm always like, well, I'm choosing to believe in these signs because isn't it much more fun? Yes, to say yes than to not. You know.
0: And it hopefully is. it
1: won't. I've gone the other way of letting it direct my life a little bit too much without my own agency and awareness about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I. So when I talk to people who like, don't, like who don't believe like seeing a feather on the ground is like a sign of an angel or something, not that Especially I do. you where there's a bunch of pigeons. pigeons. <laughs> yeah. My my mom kind of does that. <laughs> she'll text me pictures of feathers on the ground, and she'll be like. I thought of you today, and look what I saw. <laughs> a bunch of
0: dead pigeons. Yeah, a bunch of dead this pigeons. Is like shed. I'm like, thank you. A pigeon fight happened mm-hmm. in that corner, Mom. There's poop, and there's a bunch of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll be like, look. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens. It's yeah. It, uh, I try not to see a sign in everything, but there are things that I can't help, um, and I've tried to maintain a balance between the two and sometimes it's really hard because sometimes I, I want to be I want to drift into this other thing where I, into this esoteric world where signs and things happen. Wh- when's your birthday? June 6th. Gemini. Gemini. Cool. What's your sign? I'm You're, a Taurus. A Taurus. Mm-hmm. A Taurus is um. we get along, uh, apparently it's hard, <laughs> but my closest friends are Taurus, so. No. Here's the thing with Gemini and Taurus.
1: Here's my take on it, is that I feel like we can always pick up where we left off very quickly. I feel like there's, um, even though air and Earth is two different things, I feel Geminis are. Um, they're able to find the fun within each other very quickly. And, I, yeah. and while they might have different value systems and how they like live their life, they have a lot of fun together and, <laughs> and kind of understand each other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And each kind of, yeah. because they're you know the next sign and the, the one that follows the other, they sort of have qualities the other is moving towards yes you know
0: yes i find that my friend jose that i'm living with right now is a Taurus and i am a hyperactive hectic person mentally <laughs> i go i go into scenarios so fast and then i believe them and then i go back and then go to another scenario mm-hmm. this has always been me it has not, i don't know if it has to do with gemini but it definitely has to It's my personality. Um, Mm -hmm. Very mental floating in the air. And he's definitely a homebody. He definitely likes, like, snacks. And (laughs) (laughs) and have control of his schedule.
1: We could get another riff on snacks.
0: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Fantastic. Nutella, beef jerky, donuts. Anything that's just very, like, I will watch TV and eat this yeah. uh, he's uh, the king of uh, food delivery mm-hmm. ordering mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's very toros that way he loves cleaning his house it gives him so much pleasure I'm like no no, no I'll clean and he's like no don't take this from me and mm-hmm. I was like okay cool the
1: home is not very important
0: it's huge um, but what I like about our relationship is that he I'll go where uh Are we doing this? Are we doing that? I'm just like, seven things that I say really fast. And he's like, no, no. This Mm -hmm. is what we're going to do. You're going to shut up. We're going to, like, I'm going to shower. You're going to wait for me. I'm going to get the burgers. We're going to eat them. (laughs) And then we're going to watch 30 minutes of TV. And then you're going to leave my room. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. My little doors. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because he, like... little structure. He tied me down. And Mm -hmm. all I want... I just, I like creating trouble just to te- to see. I like testing right. uh, what will happen. If like, just like yeah. mental exercises of mm-hmm. what could happen. And I'm consistently, I feel like poking people to see how they react. Yeah. Very horrible. <laughs> and he is uh, one of the few people who has so much structure that it knows how to like catch my air. He's like mm-hmm. Earth Egg knows how to like catch. I don't know how to explain it. It just, it works. And then there's another friend who's also a Taurus and she's good at being like, why don't you blank? And then I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Great. So grounded. (laughs) Awesome. All I wanted was someone to contain me, like to be like, contained. And don't we all. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, truly. If we could get a riff on don't we all.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you were asking for riffs. Like yeah, music? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And it's happening. Yeah, it is happening.
1: Sort of incredible.
0: Um, I know, live music throughout an entire read is definitely a blessing. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to ask you about your... Have you, like... So you feel like you have maybe... Do you feel like it's clairvoyance or... Let's just get a little more specific about stuff. Well, yeah. So I would say
1: I have... This has been my relationship to spirituality. I've always been interested, and it's been around in my family. Um, and I spent a period of time where I just sort of very privately would study it, sort of like anything else, mm-hmm. because it was—I uh, always was sort of interested in it and fascinated in the way you know you can have meaning made through these things. So I. Studied it for a while And then I was like I'm in too deep This is um, Truly Psycho Like I I just And it's not that I like Did anything You know I have a lot of um, I feel like I have a lot of Disclaimers about like You know I didn't I'm interested in Sort of occult things But I, I don't sort of I have a lot of Complicated feelings Around the That's so in vogue Right now You know what I mean And people who aren't Like, I'm very reverent for all of it, you know what I mean? So, I don't like running around saying, like, I'm clairvoyant and do chart readings, and um, I like saying my aunt's a psychic because I think that's a perfect anecdote. I don't know. It, it says everything about. Also,
0: it seems like that's what she does. That's, it is what she does. Yeah, that's what yeah. she is. So she is.
1: basically, I got too into it, and then I took a break away from it for a few years, and then I'd say in the last two years, I started talking about it with friends more, some people who've been on the pod and some people who haven't, and I started like casually doing readings or talking to them about stuff, and it it, it ended up being a very like positive sort of. I, again, like therapeutic or affirming kind of thing. Yeah. So I just started doing that more and more very, very recently. Um,
0: what do you mean doing? Like, what what does that well, entail? Because I feel like if you're listening, if people are listening to the podcast, they're probably like already somewhere where they're like in kind it, of reading about it, or at least interested. Yeah. Uh, so you must be. Wh- where are you at with this?
1: Um or what do you do? Well, what I did is I I've given a lot of friends readings and I You read the tarot. Yeah. But also, you know, it's funny this question comes up right now because I think I'm I'm changing a little bit my practice around spirituality where I think I've I think I'm somebody who really enjoys symbols, which is why I'm also interested in in this stuff where I'm very interested in like the meaning you can ascribe to things. That's how I am as a person. I like symbols, so I like this stuff. I love interpreting symbols and stuff like that. So, but recently, I've been wanting to be more present and focused, and sometimes I felt like, okay, well, I'm sort of studying this work and doing this, but am I um, really having intention like in things like my breath, or things like... um, the focus of staying with the feelings that maybe push me towards wanting to know meaning through the symbols or
0: something like that. You know what I mean? I know exactly. Um, I've talked about this. Uh, it's been a conversation recently, especially Peter and I have had this conversation because I'm someone who I'm obsessed with symbols. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with anything that has to do with. I don't know <laughs> just mentally stimulated by communication mm-hmm. how people express themselves and what meanings things can have and yeah. how much meaning you can uh almost like a- a- attain from one image yeah. like that's so oof, that's so juicy to me you know yeah, um yeah. and I'm consistently like rumiating mm-hmm. with that so
1: I think I'm thinking a lot recently too about like what I what how, how do I take inventory of What I feel Or like what meaning I feel through my feelings You know what I mean That might be spurred through an image Or, or just like an experience you know Yes It sounds really really um, um, Simple But I've, but I've it's really so been It's so hard It's so hard to just sort of sit and Feel what's Moving, moving through you
0: Yes I have been working on uh, Staying present because it's so easy to go into this world mm-hmm. and it's so easy to consistent. For me, it's so easy to consistently be somewhere else right. in my mind yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. I live in the air in some other place where it, no one is there. And I love New York for that because I can... Both be extremely present and uh, and look at everyone, mm-hmm. or I can just go into my world and be who I need to be, mm-hmm. and no one ma- no one fucking cares. Yeah, and uh, it's it, I'm consistently escaping. So I have been, especially this week, that I've had such um, emotionally present experiences. I went to beach. I went to a river. We did some art. Like I've been with <laughs> friends. It's been great. Um, of just I have the impulse of going to my mind yeah. kingdom where I so happily live, and then being like, no, just look at the mountain right now and be in like, what's going on? Where in your body? Yeah. How is it happening? It's uncomfortable. Yes, I feel uncomfortable. I feel sad. Yes, I feel sad. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to live where I live. Right, I think I think it's also,
1: I was kind of thinking about this this morning, about how, um, also like how, how subconsciously we've, all of us, regardless of like spirituality or what we're talking about, how we've learned, like how staggering it is to, if you are with that mountain and, and everything that comes up that you feel you shouldn't be feeling while you're being present, you know? The avoidance of all those emotions and how subconsciously how quickly that can be like lost to the phone or what <laughs> all that type of thing you yeah. know and um, yeah that it's not there are so many feelings we're like in constant avoidance of and when you do have the stillness you don't want to feel whatever sadness or anger or the thing that feels discordant with like no I want to feel stillness or peace, you know. Yeah. And um like the struggle to even allow yourself to feel that I feel like has is so hard and I feel like has got gets harder with everything that we take in all the time.
0: Yeah, it is it is very hard. Um it's hard to it's, I But I don't feel I don't feel weirdly, I don't feel bratty about feeling sad. I am very bratty. Let's just say bratty. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm very impatient or uh, it, it makes me. I
1: feel bratty about feeling sad. Yeah. It's, yeah.
0: it's, it's like um, I don't want to. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want, yeah. I don't want to feel like this. Uh, but mostly to me, sadness can be. It's hard for me sometimes to like identify it and, and understand that that's where I'm at. And mm-hmm. that's OK. But mostly. Not knowing what's coming next. Mm -hmm. makes me (laughs) crazy it makes me crazy and I need to uh sitting there and being like it's almost as if being sad or upset or mad or uncomfortable doesn't matter as much as how uncomfortable I am for not knowing what's coming next yeah but the truth is that what's coming next is that I will feel more sad and uncomfortable and sad and good and awesome and happy and present and bored and
1: you know like Like for the rest of time and also (laughs) specifically in what we do it doesn't matter kind of the rest of our lives is not even if you know everything happens the way we'd like the whole rest of the life we've chosen is not knowing afterwards you know
0: literally purposefully that and it's partly why I like it Mm because I mean not partly I think there's a reason we're not nine to five you know uh, office like purposely in a career that implies that context and it's in that security and i think it's because of that thrill of of like remaining you while life goes however way right yeah Yeah, i've been thinking exactly about that a lot it's
1: pretty it's pretty fascinating. It
0: is. Uh, sometimes I get very frustrated because I don't know where the hell things are going. And I'm like, I just want to know. And sometimes an instability lasts so long that you're like, is this ever? But then anytime I get stable about something, I get restless. Like it's a forever, yeah. it's a never it's Sort of like changing. You're, for me I
1: feel like I get through go through like breakneck periods of busyness and then I'll yeah. have like one day where I don't have anything going on and it's you're back to sort of like what's ha- what is my what's life? next yeah. and it's like you haven't had a m- moment to come up for air for X amount of days or the months and and then you have one day and it's like flatline <laughs> like drone sound comes up like
0: and it's also like uh That to me is same as like reading my cards every day or trying to find an answer every day. Like it's, it's, it is still roomy. ever take breaks doing
1: that or do you feel like it helps, Um, it helps with um, routine?
0: There are, I, I feel like every one of my days is very different. I don't pull cards out all the time and nor every day. And I purposefully don't do it on Saturdays at <laughs> right. all. Shabbat. Like just. Shabbat? Yeah. I yes. just. That's my my non day. Um, Can we get a riff for celebrating the Sabbath, Peter?
1: <sighs>
0: Is that Thank you. supposed to be some kind of. Okay. Thank you.
1: <laughs> perfect. Perfect.
0: Um, so. I like, you know, like uh, I was on set and then I just do cards every day and then I pull like one same like conflict card like five um, times and I was like, but my, I'm having such a good day. Is this going to ruin my day? And then eventually I did get to a point where I could have entered into conflict with myself or how uncomfortable I was feeling because I was feeling uncomfortable. And then just knowing that that card was there reminded me to be like, no. Mm. So it's, I, I like when I have, uh morning focus on something it gives me like so i like oracle decks for that i don't mm-hmm. so much do tarot for my daily cuz i don't need to know my future yeah or i don't need to try to like do a divination i don't need, i don't need to do an x-ray of the energies available at the time all the time it's too much um but i like pulling like an angel card and being like uh, meditating on something mm-hmm. for a second, and then maybe keeping it th- throughout the, the yeah. day. So this morning, I had this card that was about your. I talked about this, but it was about a card where like your life is a reflection of who you are internally. And I just, I don't know. It's it's on my mind very heavily, and I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Fo- that I like that focus on on something in order to like self-improve yeah and it's not necessarily work it's more like it's it is almost like an act of observing it's like okay i feel uncomfortable now why why do i feel uncomfortable am i tired is uh, like am i is there an insecurity that's coming out is there um is my body not okay like is Mm -hmm. it Cause I need time alone. I don't know. It's just it's good to have that kind of focus. Yeah. Do you do it daily, or do you like currently do it? Or? I
1: don't. I think in the period when I was like sort of doing, when I was learning a lot and wanting to practice it a lot, I would do sort of daily. Uh, I'd pull a card, or I would look at aspects for the day, and I, I try not to do that. I try not. I try to sort of you know live my life with free will. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes at the end of a week, I would like to look back on what was happening and um, what was happening in the stars and see how, if that had anything to do with anything I did or not, you know? Yeah. Could be yes, could be no.
0: I was talking to my friend uh, Jose yesterday, who I mention all the time because I live with him, um, about how... I think things that this weekend happened it was the same planets that happened a couple weekends ago and it I, it was it just I couldn't help but first I read it online like it was on uh, my I don't know promoted or whatever so I couldn't help but finding out about it and then I was analyzing like what was happening that weekend and that's the weekend his brother passed away and it was just a very hard time and Yes, all those topics did ca- come back. And I was like, well, that's no different than maybe any other weekend where, like, some topics do come back yeah. anytime. Anyway, uh, but they helped me, like, deconstruct... Like, three or four specific things into, like, mm-hmm. what... W- it's like a it's like a quarterly evaluation of your life where I look back and I'm like, okay, what did happen the last two weeks? Like, yeah. what what was up with this that like what's the evolution of this like project yeah. when it's not a project it's just like things that happen what i don't like is uh so that way i can do like a evaluation of things in my life yeah but i don't like rumiating for signs or like signals i don't like when it goes to that spot yeah so that's where i like try to draw the line and be like Mm -hmm. ultimately I choose or like it doesn't matter what my cards say I can just go Yeah, I'm going that way I think when there's so
1: there's so many avenues now for talking about this in a way that there wasn't like even like four or five years ago and I think people don't often remember how important somebody's lens is when they are talking about spirituality or doing divination or having takes on like your zodiac sign, you know. People, I mean, we're we're all different people with different lenses interpreting each other's things and that's so that's just about as loaded and can be as toxic as you doing that in a analysis or at at work or something like yeah. that, you know. I think sometimes and that's something I try to be conscious of too is being mindful of you know, like good or bad interpretations are are so loaded. And there's so much of that I think historically also in in tarot, astrology, divination, there's um it's kind of like even it's like studying any history. That history was like codified by a bunch of guys. That are Western, long dead yeah, yeah. and dead, Western, and ascribed a ton of meaning to things that we are we are deciding to change our definitions of that historically, like socially and politically, and um, and spiritually. And I think sometimes, you know, when you look up things on the internet, you know, it it, it can just be another another case of misinformation. Sometimes that's for sure, and yeah. that this that this process of spirituality or whatever, whatever interests you about it is a process of your own clarification. And, um, it's not to say you can't, uh, look at the history of it and look at historical interpretations of it, but the same way we're questioning the history we've all learned growing up, Mm -hmm. it's, it's meant to be challenged in a like whole way.
0: Yes. Yes. I feel like, um, I like the shortcuts. It's, Created for myself in terms of how I ca- catch myself. Yeah. For example, I didn't know that much about astrology, and then I found out about you could the planets. Of course, it's like a um, X-ray of your. It's it's not just your sun sign. It's like your rising. Yeah. Hand, do la-la-la-la-la. you know your chart? Yes. What's, I do? What's your moon? Virgo.
1: Okay. Virgo moon. Earth. Virgo moon. Earth.
0: Earth. The Aries Earth. <laughs>
1: The most air, Earth. That's why you probably have fun with Earth signs, too.
0: Yeah, the my rising is Sagittarius. That's fun. Sun, Gemini, and Virgo moon. I feel like it all complements each other because um, Gemini wants to learn everything, collect mm-hmm. info and communication, and then Sagittarius wants to teach it.
1: And Virgo moon wants to inspect.
0: <laughs> inspect. Yeah. Organize uh, emotions in a, in a way that's very rational. Yeah. So it's very unemotional in a way. Do you know? Even I, though I'm so deeply emotional that, you know. So no, okay. I, I think it
1: is. Uh, I think it is emotional. I mean, we could go into it forever. But you know what I learned recently about moon signs? Or I, I knew this, but I what's was thinking your, about What's it. your moon sign? Mine is Pisces. Oh,
0: okay, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's heavy.
1: Yeah. Well, you know. I yeah, I'm I'm like proud of it, and also like you just you have to give it up for for.
0: I feel like it the all it encompassing it? Pisces Moon.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's if a- people don't know what Pisces Moon is or like moon signs,
0: yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah. Please go ahead. Okay, Sorry, I interrupted. Well, you. if you don't know what your moon sign is, well, there's a whole chart. So how I explain it is that you know when people talk about all these planets and houses and stuff, it's essentially a snapshot, and it's a uh, your birthday, your birth time, birthplace, is a is a provides a map of the planets in an astronomical way, not astrological, of when, of
0: a real actual snapshot yeah, of where of the, the planets s- were exactly when you were born.
1: And the kooky part is if you decide to put symbolic meaning into those planets, um, but which is which is what. Um, Astrologists do astrologers do but it's
0: happened for millennia. Yeah, no, of
1: course I'm on board I'm just like talking to like a made-up skeptic that I'm like (laughs) in my head Um, Yeah.
0: I'm always talking to that person Me too They're they're there you're there when you're listening. Yeah, somehow
1: and you're listening right now and you want to know your moon sign So bad (laughs) so bad Um, So your moon sign is like sort of the interiority of your uh feelings, your mind. It also has a lot to do with your mother, so. Yeah, you're female. Mm-hmm. You're it, it's connected, you know, w- it's sort of genderless, but, this, but it is connected to uh, um, your, your mom growing up or whatever that presence was for you, a maternal presence is for you.
0: That's interesting.
1: Um, so was your mom analytical? Is your mom analytical?
0: No, my mom is a uh, wild Pisces. <laughs> Pisces, oh. that's why I was like, heavy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but uh, I know yeah, yeah. My, my aunt's a Pisces, the psychic, the oh, clairvoyant. That's whatever. what
0: I was going to say. There's like, uh, your Pisces moon must give you that foot in the other world, which is yeah, what whether I was I like. whether want it or not. It's heavy. That's what I mean. It's mm-hmm. like, it's deeply emotional, intuitive with the collective mm-hmm. in a way that can be also heavy because the collective is heavy. And mm-hmm. it's, it's. Uh, I don't know. I see Pisces. I, this is not something I studied, uh, but I see Every single Pisces I've met, as someone who somehow channels what the air of the whole is. So, okay, so let me explain this better. No, I get. I'm, uh, so I'm with the, you. So the commu- the communal airs. So it's the most extreme. Like we are all one. Mm-hmm. We are the world. We are the children, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's also like the deepest, darkest yeah. of the collective. Yeah. And you, you uh, I feel like Pisces moves through both of those mm-hmm. waters. And it's heavy because mm-hmm. it's it's uh, the rawest of the top and the bottom mm-hmm. and it, of the yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. So that's and it expresses itself differently with, with every person. Every mm-hmm. person's different, but it there's it's two polarities and they're very concentrated. Yeah, that's what I feel.
1: Yeah, yeah, highly emotional. Yeah, when I learned about it, I was like, oh man. I think people ascribe a lot of meaning to that stuff too, where it's like, oh man, I don't want to have a heavy moon placement or something like that but you're you you're you and it's you know it's in good company and
0: also you can uh a lot of good people yeah there's okay so my virgo moon was like i didn't know i didn't know anything about it i was like all right i don't know anything about virgo there was other than they share uh, mercury with gemini and they're both like about yeah so they say like gemini collects the info and virgo classifies it yeah so it's good siblings maybe in mm-hmm. a relationship um and I was like what what does this mean for me like I'm so emotional it doesn't feel like a Virgo but then it's true that when I'm sad I clean and it's true that <laughs> when I'm like the second I found out my best friend's brother passed away I was like oh no and then I ran to the kitchen and took the broom and like literally uh cleaned the entire house and then I caught myself I was like moon and Virgo so that's what I mean like <laughs> shortcut. Yeah. So like now that I know this, when I catch myself doing what I would do in my life and I have a name for it, I don't feel like a crazy person. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm floating into this. Like, why would I clean if I'm like, no, there's logic. This is I don't even need to know about the moon in Virgo. I just need to accept that this is how I am as a person, that I organize my emotions in a way that's mm-hmm. th- that. This serves me. It, I'm not questioning myself. Instead, I'm seeing how I'm serving myself. Right, and I think that's how any of this should function, which is that
1: also that you can know these things about yourself and have like immense capacity to change. You know, you're not you're not bound to whatever these yeah. placements are. You can, if you choose to get into it, you can it, you can find relief maybe mm-hmm. in knowing like, okay, I'm a Pisces Moon or I'm a Mercury. Gemini or something like that, but <laughs> Mercury is in Taurus. you Your is me too. Well,
0: it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. It's very well. <laughs> it's very well. It's very like. I think people understood what I said, but I, no one looks like they did. So
1: I feel. Mm, I feel like Taurus Mercury is very. It's very straightforward. Oh really? Yeah, I think that or I like matter it. of fact or just like you know. I see. Anyway, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I like that.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: I like that vision of it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well,
1: you can See, start, you can, pick you can sort of make all this up, is what we're saying. You sort of make it all up as you go.
0: Well, it is what you were saying about interpretation, because uh, some website that random website can say so much about your moon and Pisces, and some other website might say a lot, and you identify yourself with certain things, and you can choose. Literally, you can choose who you want to be, and
1: yeah, and you can feel what resonates, and you know, you either. You either decide you want to do, you want to believe that or you don't. Yeah. yeah. You're free.
0: You're free is what you're we're free, saying. You're free. Okay. You're free, you're free bird. Um, so do, did you study astrology? Do you do
1: charts? That's what you do. Well, I, I do it. I
0: have done it. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. I mean, I just dipped my toes into it and it's very complicated. Uh, right. It's a very complex set of things that you have to put together in, in order to kind of even get a picture of a person. Because yeah. a person is very complex. And
1: Yeah. I'm doing, I think I'm doing one tomorrow. And um, it's always like, you always have to kind of specify like, okay, how, are you cool with going? I was kind of wondering with this, I was like, how fast, how deep are we going to get, you know, uh, on, on the pod? Because I always have a disclaimer with, like friends that I do it for, like, you know, sort of once I see what's going on, I might touch on something that's incredibly sensitive or, or deeper than you were expecting to go. And I don't have any awareness of that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like the interpretation of the chart, I'll say something and somebody like will be like, what, you know, kind of get <laughs> caught off guard. And sometimes it, it just gets incredibly intimate. Yes. Immediately. And it is. Yeah.
0: I feel like that with a tarot where um I I will say something and then the person I've had people cry or, or be like yeah. uh that's exactly what I'm going through I, I never I didn't even realize and then it's like wow this person just got a load of like either validation or finally realization about something that was happening yeah. to them that they maybe didn't know was coming their way and it's it is a lot um with the chart, I wanted to, uh, yeah, I don't know. I had a, the person who got me into astrology is uh, my friend's dad, who has been studying it for a long time. He promised to do my chart, but he never did. Mm-hmm. And he saw my chart, and he was like, there's so many tensions here. <laughs> and then he was like, you have very powerful, famous friends right away. And I was like, why? And he was like, the 10th house is in Scorpio, and you have, I don't know what else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Pluto and, and the ten- on the 10th. And I was like,
1: oh. Bjork has that placement.
0: Bjork? hmm My favorite. Bjork. She's my very favorite. Really? In the entire... Well, she's
1: got Pluto thing. in the 10th. She says... She talks about it. Really? Ask her. Yeah, ask her.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I will ask her. Yeah, um, yeah. my moon in Virgo, my mom being a Pisces, like, I haven't... It's... He saw things there that I was like, uh, this is crazy that you saw this in my life. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when I started... I, I didn't even think about astrology as anything. And I was studying tarot and I do get like flashes of things sometimes. It's, I don't know if it's clairvoyance, but I know things. I just know them. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's like a color or a shape or a feeling or a energy. And sometimes I see it clearly. Sometimes I hear it. Mm-hmm. So it comes <laughs> in all kinds of ways. Yeah. Um. But the planets was something that it felt to me like, I don't know about that. I don't know about that.
1: Oh, yeah. See, I feel like kind of the inverse where I... I um and they're the same thing. You it know changed. I mean? They're the same. Because of this person. Thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, I I I stayed away from tarot because I was scared of it,
0: <laughs> and then
1: I um, but I was you know delving into the same thing. It's the same thing. All the all the cards in the deck have astrological implications. And, yes, and vice versa.
0: And I don't study them all. I don't. I feel like a deck is never ending. Like I'll never know my entire deck all the time. Even if I know every card, even if I've done so many reads, like Mm -hmm. I just, some decks are, uh, that's how I feel about also um, Judaism. Yeah, let's talk about it. Can we get a riff for Judaism please, Peter? (laughs) Don't start with that shit. Can we get a hot lick for Judaism really quick?
1: (laughs) Okay. And if that doesn't make you feel connected to an (laughs) Old Testament God, I don't know what will.
0: I feel like the main thing with Judaism is the idea that there's nothing (laughs) but one God. Right. One God, one God. And then no one asks you, I mean, we're reformed people. (laughs) never ask you what that means what you think what you think with God what is your relationship no one is asking you shit yeah you just have to know this one thing and that chasing that idea which seems impossible to both like I find it possible and impossible I hate it and I love it I like chase it and I yeah can't stand it it's both it's so it's so rich to me yeah just some the one thing one thought that makes me uh you know, I don't know. It works so much. It makes me feel good about, I don't know. Yeah. Sounds pretty Jewish. <laughs> so like, uh, the tarot deck feels like that to me. Like I'll always chase it. I will both know it in my core and not at all. Uh, yeah. well,
1: you know, I mean, Judaism practice. I mean, you know, Judaism was connected to, um, astrology and the tarot through Kabbalah. And it was, you know, slowly over history. they, sort Separated. of distanced. yeah, And so, I don't know. I watched A Serious Man the other day and, like, <laughs> wept. <Of course. laughs> you ever do that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you, ever do that? you ever sit
1: down with A Serious Man and think <laughs> and about everything that's come before you and the legacy? <laughs>
0: and how much uh, survival has happened. And, yeah. Yeah, and but also, like, the
1: history of sort of... Uh, whatever. I no, go- no. Well, I was going to talk... I mean, that movie's so much about... Um, an idea of Jewish maleness that I think is informed, yeah. like I think Judaism has such interesting relationships around maleness and masculinity. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, the buzzword alert. If we could get a riff on the buzzword, because I'm going to say it right now, uh, a patriarchy. You know,
0: just <laughs> <laughs> stop and detract. Yeah, exactly. Sort yeah, of. That's what patriarchy feels like. Like yeah. a sort of like a like a vacuum that echoes echoes. Right, so but but,
1: but really, like the Old Testament God is, you know, a, an authoritative,, um, like a masculine God, very toddler, looking at daddy.: Sure. And I think the movie examines that, and I was just reflecting on all of that. Um, I saw a serious man. <laughs> I recommend everybody do the same.
0: (laughs) I I mean, I endorse this. I feel like, like, yes. Um, So I want to get to the part where we pull some cards. And I've been trying to, like, feel it out. Um, I feel like the Dali Tarot deck uh, set itself apart from, Uh I'm in New York, so I, I brought just the decks I have here. And this is my oldest deck and the deck that somehow I know both the more and the least about. Okay. Which is great. It's great for for me, for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, I want to see if, uh, so what I'm going to do is just pull three cards. Okay. And we'll talk about it and I'll tell you what I see and you tell me what you see because you read the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see it as a divination of the future. I mostly look at tarot as, I don't know, maybe something we need to reflect on. And I'll pick up on things and let you know and you will know your own reality of course <laughs> um
1: which is a serious man the plot points to a serious man
0: <laughs> as we're approaching the high holidays well it's, we're approaching the high holidays uh, th- not when this comes out but we are currently approaching the high holidays. i'm stressed because yeah. i'm gonna be in boca raton and i don't have a it's not where my temple is and i um, Oh, but you'll be all set <laughs> you'll be all set i think so oh actually my rabbi just you know Your rabbi just emailed you? Because I'm trying to, because I'm trying to, I asked her, please, do you know anyone in Boca? Uh, And she was like, I do. And I was like, please, please help me. Yeah. Because I need to be there for my I don't know
1: what I'm going to do. If this comes out, this will come out after the high holidays.
0: Yeah, but we can still talk about what we're doing. Yeah, well, I
1: I was kind of going to ask the audience if they're doing anything for the high holidays (laughs) to sort of invite me. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I have a couple of invitations, but they're all in LA. So Mm -hmm. that's that. Uh, I'll try never to be out of town for the high holidays, but my Catholic family is doing their own thing. So mm-hmm. so that's that. Um, okay. So if you can cut them, shuffle them, whatever it is that you need. And how many ways? Uh, twice. Okay. And then we'll pull out some cards and then soak... Can I pull my chart? Absolutely. I'll pull my chart and <laughs> that that uh, did that come out? Yeah. Should you can pull through. However pull you them? feel. Like you how- want me to pull them or you pull them? Would you pull them? Okay. Would that be okay? Sure. You don't have to if you don't feel like that's that's correct. Let's see what happens. Okay, let's see what happens. Pulling cards and a break. Okay, I've got.
1: Okay. fell out it's four should I take one away
0: that's okay okay I'm jittery because we were going to pull a general like a bottom of the deck energy anyway oh but I love bottom of the deck That yeah let's do it okay if four wanted to come out it's because four wanted to come out come out okay I'm logging in to my astro so are we doing this yes okay so charts coming. Sorry. Okay. So we have the ten of wands. Okay. And then, do you know the order, or just pull no. them like as one? Okay. I don't do reverse. I don't know if you do, but I'm gonna leave them like that, okay. just so we can see them. Okay. Is this the the ace, ace of, of pentacles? pentacles? Yeah. This is the ten of swords in reverse. And the King of Cups in reverse. So we have the Ten of Wands. Yeah. We have the Ace of Pentacles. We have the Ten of Swords. And we have the King of Cups. Interesting. So I feel like you're in a, okay, definitely you're in a moment of closing some cycles, letting go. It is the Jewish New Year. Right. But let's just not focus on it like that. But it might be. Cause I feel like uh, the Jewish holidays are finally attuned with the cycles of the human throughout a year. Mm. Cause it's the fall. In the fall, that means tend to me. It's, yeah. It's it's uh, death. It's it's just letting go. The old leaves fall, shed, so that we can first use them as compost, and second, so we don't break yeah. later. We we're like so. I feel like. Um, you are you have been really working hard Mm -hmm. in developing yourself and in a way i know this card i don't know why i feel like this guy wants help but wants it to be offered wants people to offer help sometimes i see this card as someone who like purposely says no or like doesn't want anyone to help them or someone who Sometimes it's frustrated because no one it will do it, so they'll pick it up and they're kinda like resentful. In this case, I feel like there's a little bit of like maybe you wish someone would come in and also offer the help. Mm. I don't know if this is correct or not. You can you can be like bitch no. No, <laughs> yeah, no. Um so you are being watched. <laughs> and it's not I mean, yeah, I don't ever notice this. You're being watched by the powers that be. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means, really. I feel like um, more than like an ancestor, I feel like literally people with power to employ you are watching you as a hard worker. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello. There is room for development, but you know this. Mm. You know this. And it's not something that you're not... It's not even like something that you're not proud of. So all this effort from the 10, you release all this effort in the 10 of wands and you go to an ace of pentacles. Like if something is not like if I feel like this is super clear in terms of like effort and reward. So like whatever feels like too heavy, too loaded. I can't take it. It's too much. It's been too much. It's too much of a hustle. I feel like it doesn't matter because you are working towards a goal that will generate Definitely, there's an a, a material outcome. It's not just um It's not just like a job or money. it's also the fact that you feel like you give birth to this baby, so it's like a project that you're finally like you're working you've been working so hard, you are being watched, maybe managers agents I don't know if people who go to the show or uh, it, it feels like an, it's like a impl- possible people who could employ you mm. And will eventually, you, they're seeing you work and then once you go like this, they maybe jump in. They jump, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as if they're overseeing this like commanding you. It feels like this is your own enterprise mm. and then this generates uh, interest, yeah. revenue, very vaginal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe by the end of the fall, you'll be, I don't know. I don't know what this project is, but it feels like there's a project here mm-hmm. uh, in the making. Or that it's already, like, here. Yeah. And then uh, this Ten of Swords, I don't read reversals. But I feel like... <sighs> do you feel like this is like this? Yeah. Okay, me too. Um,
1: the, the two cards are separated for those listening, right? Yes.
0: So I feel like the Ten of Wands and the Ace of Pentacles is one thing. And the then there's another discourse here that is a yeah. little more emotional.
1: Because uh-huh. this
0: feels like labor, right? And this feels like you're closing a cycle of pain emotionally. Peter, can we get a riff on that?
1: <laughs> Peter, a riff on me closing a cycle emotionally of pain, whatever comes up.
0: This is, this is that riff.
1: Yeah, that's, that feels right. <laughs> the the um, Sort of a basey release.
0: So you have already been stabbed. You have already been suffering. You feel it's a little bit dramatic. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and is there's now. definitely like more than one person here. Um, but what what makes you say that? Well, the group it's a group card, but mm. sometimes I don't see it like that cuz I feel like um I feel like a disillusionment myth has happened emotionally and that you're finally you're you're going it stabbed you from the front and now you flipped everything. You're like all, almost like you went through a hangman moment so that to empty out the pockets of all this the spikes that uh, stabbed you. And mm. I don't feel like you There's, you have spikes in places where you couldn't have possibly done it without other, other people did it. Mm. Some of them are yours. Some of them are at least to other people.
1: Mm. (laughs) Mm. And then... Name names. (laughs) (laughs) I wish.
0: (laughs) But I feel like, just like your mother with the feathers, I feel like this is a feather. So, like, (laughs) you had, like, crows around you that... Are motherfucking falling through the cracks, and now you're angelically guided. This needs this. This cup was. This is a past cup. You think? I think this cup is getting empty right now, emptying out. I don't know if you're in the end of emptying it out. It feels like it got so thick. What was in here that is like a ketchup? Like it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to just Nasty. spill. Yeah, this person was not nice to you. Yeah. I, I don't know who this person was, if it was a friend, a lover, or... But this person has thick, dark energy mm-hmm. that it's not yours. It's mm-hmm. like a um, oil spill. Like, you got, like, one of those birds. You got fucked. <laughs>
1: Someone fucked you up. I'm a dove duck.
0: Yeah, you're a dove duck that is now currently oily and... But I don't feel like like you're you're here right now. I feel like this has um, this is certainly a past. I just feel like if if you're already flipped upside down and this is already like shedding and this uh, wing is here, this angel is here i I feel like it this is this has it's been a while like you're not at a, you're not here see right you're not in the non reverse you're that's why I'm saying I keep saying I don't read reversals, but what I'm seeing is that everything is falling out of you. It's mm-hmm. done, yeah. Um, partly because Thank you're God. busy. You like, I feel like, a uh, partly you're you've managed your emotions by focusing on work, and that did take out a lot of the sorts mm-hmm. that uh, shit. Mm-hmm. Most of it. I don't know if you want to do. Let's see, bottom of the deck. Uh, ooh, you got a page of cups. Page of cups. This is why it's old. Because this yeah. is okay. So you are finally coming into this like hopeful place of celebration of feelings while you were like um maybe a month ago still reason I mean the swords are still falling mm-hmm. but maybe a month ago you you could not have seen a page of cups vibe yeah. at all. Yeah. Um but now you're like maybe certain emotions are okay. Maybe flirting is okay or maybe certain I can approach certain people a certain way and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's safe. Um mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they're gonna be you know and you're not having illusions with eternal you know forever craziness but Mm. you are definitely in a place where you're like seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and uh, being playful about it enjoying it and kind of being see the same person is still watching Um, Mm. I feel like you do have a guide with you Um, I don't know there's someone with you who's like uh, any misstep it's kind of like being like no no (laughs) someone's like i'm not saying intervening in your free will but definitely willing to move as much as they can so that you can be clear so that you don't fall unnecessarily because there are falls that you need to take Mm. right but there's like and or efforts that you need to make but there's like puddles that you don't need to step on yeah that are not... That's not what it's going to teach you the lesson. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's someone along those lines around you. Because it's here, and it's here, mm. and it's here. Although these are employers, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, is, does this make sense? I'm glad that you said yeah. that it's passed. Because, yeah, it is. It feels like... No, this this is... I
1: really feel like you're nailing it on the head for me. Which is... Um, yeah, specifically this... Um, these this swords energy in relation to the cups. I, you know, I don't read tarot. I, I don't think as regularly as you do, but I do know that cups are kind of emotion, yes, and and swords are, are your emotional pain the mean. basically. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, I do feel like I've come to a new understanding about my emotional threshold, my emotional ability, and I've been asking new questions about. When it comes to my emotions or passions or feelings that I'm feeling, how I can hold hold the space for them without um, sacrificing them or or giving giving them over to to unnecessary pain. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yes, like kind of um, that those emotions are mine to experience, yeah and, and that other people might be a part of them, but there's agency and power in me holding those feelings in myself yes for sure and I feel like and enjoying them again because I haven't enjoyed them in a long time
0: and I feel like this uh, there's a height of emotions we can feel but maybe the situation the way we're doing it we're going about it in a way that's not necessarily it's not for us yeah Um, and then you can go from a king to a page all the way down to a page but do it right yeah you yeah. know versus like being a king of what of nothing a yeah. king of cups that's of 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 I'm the king of the rotten emotions, like yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah no no yeah. you can say I'd rather be a page and be very slow and and like check it out and like be a little and learn it shyer over again. and yeah and start and start from a better place where yeah. I don't feel like, i don't like I'm not attracting these attacks. Right. On myself and letting them happen too, because mm-hmm. this is, ten of swords is a very dramatic card in a way. Like you, that's why I'm saying like some of the swords were you because you put yourself in those situations, but mm-hmm. some of them it's truly really backstabbing, you know, um, mm-hmm. from other people. But there's a reason why they're doing that, or they think they they can do that, and it's us allowing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's always us allowing. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Sometimes it's hard to hear Because I i mean I've allowed this So many times
1: Oh yeah Well I think I'm coming Into new
0: understanding About the ways I didn't know I was allowing that Yes exactly you know? So that's That's what I mean Like um, The I was talking in With Mike Our previous episode About how The acceptance Of the self And how I can accept How I see myself Being a little evil With another person Or a little evil A little sneaky About Trying to get something, you know, like, um, I don't know. Oh, I got this discount. And it's, like, not supposed to happen. But I asked the girl and, like, she gave it to me. Like, those, like, little sneaky things. <laughs> and I can, like, reconciliate with that sneakier side of me. Or, mm-hmm. like, oh, I, like, told this guy this thing so that he would, like, whatever. Yeah. And it's so much harder when you actually don't know that you're doing it. <laughs> when yeah. you don't know... Oh, that's me. That's yeah. me sabotaging. That's me allowing. That's me. My shadow is
1: yeah, super present yeah, yeah, and yeah.
0: active and activating things in my life. Right. Yes. Um, I like your read and I like that. I feel like you are about, I mean, you're working towards something and this is what's fueled this as well. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about this either way I feel like this is a feeling of New York City (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) this is what New York City feels like where it's like you're holding so much and trying so hard and you're like lugging literally weight around town yeah to make to build your apartment to make your life to like do your day yeah Um, but it's not without reward yeah and maybe you're in a moment where you like can finally see the end of the the hustle tunnel yeah. You're coming out of tunnels. Yes. Tunnel. This is a tunnel. This is a tunnel. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're ready yeah. to celebrate a this little. This is yeah, feels very resonant. I mean Yeah. <laughs> Good. It, I'm glad. Yeah, what's crazy too is somebody somebody just sent me this card cuz they said they liked it and it came up in my reading. What card? this the ten of swords they really? don't know anything about it i don't think but they were like i like how this looks and the i was like well, okay wow yeah, <laughs> yeah wow
0: i rested i deeply resonate with this <laughs> image <Yeah. laughs> This like gnarly image or, or they
1: found it funny and i was like
0: this specific card right i know um, not no, this no, not the raider weight the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The th- yeah i see it as a drama card because no one needs ten swords to die yeah so like yeah. It's oh my system. God. I mean, talk about the death of drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lynch. Uh, Lynch. I don't know why I say Lynch. Lynching. Lynch. Lynch. Lynching. That's what oh, I wow. say. Like, uh, it's a lynching card. It's like, everyone backstabbed me. And it's like, did they. Or uh, yeah. do you feel like that? Or that was what was felt
1: or something. I don't know yeah. if that felt quite the. I mean, I think mm. I. I think what I resonate. With is the release of maybe the martyrdom around this feeling of this card do you know what I mean
0: yes I feel like it's a card of ending an emotional cycle that was painful yeah so that can come about in so many different ways I feel like there's like some thick negative emotions that were draining you and kind of like making you slow like that bird and that is coming out of the cup like this is you're accepting this release yeah this is all coming out Mm -hmm. just as the same time as like these are coming out this baby this baby project this like uh, manifestation of material uh, desires or well-being is also coming out yeah so as you open space in your body uh, uh, by taking those things that are occupying yeah you unnecessarily you put you leave room for other things to like yeah take over those spaces yeah um so i feel like that's what's happening and you have a newfound like emotional life to that's new it's like ready to be explored yeah but it's not stained or this is like and this is how you feel about your your projects or whatever it is that you're materializing because your projects can also be like making my room beautiful like that's mm. also i mean it's not my comedy project but it's definitely like mm-hmm. my project <laughs> you know right, like right. my baby mm-hmm. is my room it's like yeah. so important it's mm-hmm. the womb where i lay yeah night. um wow okay i'm glad it resonated i always get nervous that people are gonna be like nope
1: <laughs> yeah I know. And,
0: but i still also like kind of want that to happen so that i can be has it happened yet um mm. No, if anything, they can be like, I don't feel like that now. Or like, like you were correcting a little bit, like this passed, this happened. So yeah. I'm like, okay, good. Um, but ultimately, it doesn't matter because it's about you, what you can get out of seeing these images and yeah. me talking to you. It's yeah. not about... Um, me proving that I can read the cards, you know, yeah. it, it's more like I hope it invites some kind of analysis for yourself that's useful, yeah, that comes from outside of your head versus like what we were talking about, like mm-hmm. the eternal room eating yeah. So, yeah, wow, thank you, of course, thank you for being here, yeah. thank you for being here. Okay, I'm gonna uh put these here, unless it's okay. too strong of energy, I'll pick them up. What, <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? I'll put them yeah. here. Um, okay, so we are about ready to conclude this episode. Uh, I'm gonna do the interactive read. Um, I know I gave you my chart, but yeah, no. I would love
1: to. I could. Could I look at it for a second? And, say I, and we're. Half a thing. Is there one? Yeah, I'll say half a thing. What do you? Is there anything you want me to? Well, hold on. Let me just. I'll give a, a hot take. But I am. Duh, duh, duh,
0: duh, duh, duh. Oh, okay. Well, you want to come out? What happened? Stuck into my deck. Oh. Just uh, talking to my deck. Your moon's in the eighth house.
1: What is that? That gives um sort of a propensity and an interest in in the occult and what you're doing.
0: I can moon, see the, moon in the
1: eighth house is interest in uh, the forbidden.
0: That's me. Yeah. I the have a eighth problem. Eighth house is
1: the house of mystery,
0: and secrets. Mm- The
1: Underworld The Underworld, really Transformation It's also the house of sex, death, rebirth You know, everybody Sex,
0: death So in the sixth
1: house Healing Forbidden Mercury in the fifth Funny Um, Uranus in the twelfth What is that? Transformative uh, Spontaneous Dramatic Dram- totally dramatic, dramatic revelations in the world of your spiritual life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah.
0: <laughs> They're always like, they come in like, in dramatic ways. Yes, in that's Uranus. Ways.
1: Uranus is a planet of spontaneity and he- the 12th house is the unconscious. Oh. So Ur- it's kind of like lightning bolts into your subconscious.
0: Yeah, and Uranus has fun with me. <laughs> Yesterday was, uh, all the males in my life came to me in a way or another. Oh, a, yeah? In a... All, all all, of the people I've had sex with. Came up? <laughs> Not everyone. Everyone I've had a kind of a relationship with. Ex-boyfriends, as you just call them. They came uh, up all yesterday? Yeah. Wow. In very interesting ways, too. Um, yeah. Either I interacted with them or found out about them or heard about them or were mentioned or literally showed up in my timeline, even though I don't follow them or... It was a lot.
1: You just got an email by
0: Judaism by choice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's Rabbi Neil Weinberg, who is a saint. Yeah. Of, of being an OCD person. That's a rabbi. <laughs> he, is, he is very, he's a beautiful man. Uh, Yeah. So he told me that these lines that you see when you see a chart are tensions. Well, they're aspects. So
1: the tensions he's referring to are the squares and oppositions and the the lines in red. Um, Those aren't bad things. They're more sort of like these tensions, thematic tensions that are worked out in your lifetime. I see. So you might have two themes sort of in opposition with each other. There's, let me look here. There's one between this Uranus and the 12th that we were talking about and your son in the 6th house. So a 6th and 12th opposition. The 6th house is about is ruled by Virgo. It's health and healing, ritual, exercise, kind of like daily grind, routine stuff.
0: That's my hardest.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's your hardest. You've struggle you struggle with that? You str- well, that's what this opposition might be pointing to. Um, sort of a a tension to be worked out between your belief systems and your feelings of uh, faith and spirituality as they apply or how they interact with the process of your routine. Does Do they help the process of your every day or do they hurt it? I see. You know?
0: Interesting. We were talking about yeah. the daily card or whether it helps my routine or not. And yeah. I said, I don't have a routine. Yeah, and it's uh, op- opposed to your mercury too. So this, you talking
1: about it and you doing this podcast has a lot to do with... Um, finding out what that internal work around your belief systems are and the healing modality of of these belief systems challenging how healing they are for you or for other people they are but like in what ways does that actually come up as healing
0: yeah you know wow very interesting yeah thank you yeah i really appreciate it yeah thank i'd thank be you. happy to go in depth whenever it's yeah. so nice right uh, i have a lot of things in gemini or on this side as uh-huh. you say and then there's so much on this other side. Yeah. I like my... Mars and... Uh, oh, oh, oh
1: he's, he was talking about the Pluto in your 10th house trining your Jupiter. Yeah. That's what he meant by... Oh. I don't, by. So your Pluto's in your 10th house, which means you'll have a transformative relationship, powerful transformative relationship to authority and status. And that's what the 10th house is when he brings up like famous people or whatever. 10th house is just recognition. And that's in positive aspect to your Jupiter, which is a planet of... Um, expansion. People say it's like a good luck planet, but there's more going on to Jupiter than just that. And that's in your first house, which is your self-expression. So there's powerful positive energy between um, status, authority, and just just the simple expression of you. It'll, it, I love that because yeah.
0: that's what I want to do. I want to yeah. just um, express things and for them to for people to watch them and <laughs> and give me money and also just like change through them. Yeah, and your mid midheavens and we can what's my mid what's mid heaven? I wanna know about it. Your midheaven
1: is um it's in, is that Midheaven? It's in Libra, yeah. It's, at the, it's the highest point of your chart, so if you're looking at it from a spatial relationship, the Midheaven is the, the highest point in like a 3D map of your chart. So what it has to do is like your work on a huge, on a, on a level where people don't know who you are when they see your work, it has an influence of Libra, which is um, a beautiful sign. It's a sign of, it's ruled by Venus, a sign of uh, harmony. Balance, balance beauty interpersonal
0: relationship exactly. balance in them
1: yeah so there'll be there's sort of like a a hint of the beautiful that that goes over whatever it is you're working out in these conversations personally so like if you're thinking about routine and maybe it's like it's like the guitar you know there's like sort of this beautiful musical lyrical undercurrent to these questions about your health your your faith your what you believe
0: in and how it applies to your daily life. So it's almost aesthetic the way. It's almost aesthetic. Perfect way to say it. The way I could question my routines and my beauty
1: and my. Yeah. My it shows up in an, in an aesthetic way that is like pleasing to other people.
0: I understand. That could be a way for me to heal that side of me. Aesthetic? Aesthetically. Yeah. Aesthetically. I yeah, could it's maybe also something you're moving routine. towards
1: in this. In this life, so it's sort of like uh, a way of integrating those ideas.
0: I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> I love that so much. Cool. I want to thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, so you guys, um, now you know. Uh, I'm gonna do the interactive read, which I didn't do last time, but here it is. So I'm gonna ask you all at home or in your plazas, wherever it is that you are at. And, you're, and if you're at the plaza, <laughs> if you're stop at everything. The plaza. <laughs> washing your clothes uh, stop everything I feel like I'm in a Star Trek episode Um, stop everything and start thinking about something that's it can be a topic like my dog or my kids or whatever or it can be a more specific question just don't ask yes or no questions because as I've said before this won't answer that I mean maybe you'll know inside of your heart but I'll never say yes do it no don't do it I was talking to Susanna yesterday about um, how when a tarot reader, she was like, "Oh, you should do my tarot," and I'm like, "Okay, I just so you know, I don't do a divination like future because uh, I don't like it." And she she told me about someone who did like, "Oh, you're gonna die." Yeah. And I'm like, "That's so irresponsible." Yeah. To program something like someone mm-hmm. like that when free will is the ruling. Thing that we have, it's like the main thing. I mean, there's a lot of destiny energies, whatever we're working yeah. with, and sometimes our path is happens away, and you don't know why. But I feel like free will is the most important thing that you can uh, make sure that everyone knows they have. Yeah. And I would never want anyone to think that they don't have it, even if they have a card that says something else. Right. So you can just choose, and that's why I like skeptics. Yeah. Because <laughs> they fight shit. You yeah. Know? Okay. So you've thought about your topic while well, I like fucking, and then I'm gonna pull three cards right? So card number one, (laughs) card number two, Ah! well, I saw it, but it doesn't matter. Card number three. Now you're going to pick a number between one and three. And if you pick the card number one, don't change your number. That's your number. Okay, card number one. You got the five of cups. So uh, whatever topic is in in your thoughts right now, if you're feeling disappointed about it, if you're feeling like you've wasted your time, if you're feeling disillusioned by it, just don't worry. Because what you're seeing right now is the the, mil- the spilled milk. But if you just look back or to another direction or eventually once you're feeling uh, ready to look up, You'll find that there are two other cups full of new adventures and emotions right behind you. So if it's about work, maybe you're right now feeling like you're putting so much effort and emotions and like no one's appreciating you. Don't you worry. Someone is. And if not, you can do it yourself. It's If it's about love, maybe if this doesn't start feeling like this is not the right relationship, let it go because it might be toxic. I'm not saying break it up, but like at least for now, in your feeling, in your thoughts, let it go and stop looking at what got spilled or what was wrong and start imagining what would your ideal soulmate forever relationship be like and start getting into that positive mode of what could be instead of only focusing on what negative thing has happened. But the Five of Cups says that there is hope even if you are feeling right now like there's not. And if you pick card number two, we have the Judgment card. So funny we're talking about Jewish holidays because this is my Rosh Hashanah card, uh, my uh, Jom Kippur card, where this to me feels like there's a second opportunity, a second chance coming up for you if you feel like uh, maybe you lost something, uh, you there's an opportunity for you to like make peace if something is dying right now and ending fully there's a rebirth after that and not it doesn't need to be like the same project but maybe there are pieces of the project that you can salvage and then like make it like transform it into a new day you know a new thing if it's a relationship maybe it's about a second chance but maybe it's also about um, looking at what's good it's like a list of the positive. I feel like this is a card of, of of reevaluating right now what you're seeing in your world, right? Think of it. What comes from like yourself, and what comes what what have you manifested that you don't like? What have you manifested that you do like? And choose the ones that you like. And maybe it's a time to make a list, cons and pros about yourself, and see what things that you can improve right now because it's a time where like uh, those changes could be decisive for you. And now if you pick card number three, also judgment feels like you're sifting through life. So right now you're in a moment where you're deciding what stays and what goes. Be very mindful of how you pick. Pick with your highest good in your mind. If you pick card number three, you got the card of temperance, which is blending which is oddly the same angel. I feel like everyone said uh, the general, like, uh, this interactive read is all about seeing what's been lived so far and seeing what things you're going to take to your new life and creating your a new life that's different than what you had before, where, where you eliminate lower energy, lower vibration. So the card of temperance is like, if you're asking about a relationship, it feels like a soulmate. A connection or at least a relationship that right now can be fruitful for you for your emotional learning uh, if it's about a job remember to use things that you've used before that are successful but be flexible to new techniques or ways to do your work um, it might mean that it's a card of bringing what works from the past and being open to the future and then the card of judgment is similar. It's like being bringing what works to the afterlife and then living your next life as more elevated, right? And the five of cups is similar. It's, it's, a, it's a less uh, elevated, less spiritual way of seeing. It's like seeing what emotions have been spilled and now taking the ones that haven't to the future with hope, right? So. Whatever card you pick, the message seems like the same, which is take what works, lead what doesn't, and look into the highest, the better thoughts that you can have, not the lowest thoughts. Go optimistic, not pessimistic. It's not a time for that because you're manifesting shit right now. All of you. All right. Thank you, Amy, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> thank you for uh, waiting while I do that. Um, thank you so so much. It w- this was so interesting and so fun and so fun, very deep, and um, so thankful it happened that it was here in New York and that you were super into it. I think, uh, mm. hopefully, yeah. No, it was great. Um, is there anything you want to plug or let people know to visit you on social media or? Oh yeah. Well, um, I'm. Amy Zimmer
1: on I'm one Amy Zimmer on Twitter. I'm A.E. Zimmer underscore on the Instagram oh, and on uh, the gram. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. You can follow there for more if you want.
0: And that was fantastic, right? If you're that New was New fantastic, it's a monthly show.
1: And uh, stay tuned for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, hell yeah! Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, and thank Peter Markin for his thank you, Peter. Wonderful for the uh, ribs, and uh, thank me for. Thank you. Thank me. You know what? Thank me. (laughs) Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram